0: Go ahead, fill them in. That means it. They're padded, you won't, you won't freeze them. This is actually a uh, a fairly warm um, sunrise. I had a sunrise when I was in Lewis, Delaware, down on the beach, and it was very, very cold. You never heard pitch so quickly in your life. And I had one that it rained sleep and they insisted on being outside so um, we're not doing that I'm not that really crazy so uh, happy Easter,
1: happy Easter. Easter. Okay, we're,
0: we're glad you're here uh, for what a, it is a beautiful day did you see the sunrise coming in yeah. uh, it was it was kind of nice and very very neat so what I ask you to do yeah did everyone receive a bulletin if you didn't kind of raise your hand Mike has plenty for everyone here so just kind of lift your hand up because you'll need to follow along today, everything that you need will be in the bulletin, because right. we're going to start off with a, a call to worship, and with that, there's some responsive readings as well, and um, so we're going to go ahead, so if you, if you can, um, we're going to go ahead and start with this responsive reading, I'll be the leader, you can be the people, that's how that works. Welcome today. Look where our Lenten journey has brought us. Now we are here in the splendor and beauty of this place. Everything is bursting with life. He is He is risen. Amen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Bow with me if you will, and you can also join in the prayer if you'd like to recite it along with me. We thank you that Easter is not about people, but all people. That your love and your salvation are for those who confess with voices, hearts, and lives. That the tomb is empty because Jesus is risen. That we might know forgiveness, that lives may be reborn, and your name be glorified now and for eternity amen. amen all right i'm going to ask that you stand and be around we're going to go old school you've got to go to an old school this is a, a a hymn that means there's no nothing up here it's an old song but it's one of the most famous ones that we're saying from the earliest days of christianity christ the lord is risen today and all the words are here and we'll sing that first verse twice the pipes early in the morning, right? You may be seated. Our scripture lesson today comes from Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. And it says, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen, and he is not here. See the place where they had laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he's going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he has told you. And they went out and fled the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of God. it wasn't that wind, right? It's uh, a, little, a little nippy here. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to preach as long as I usually do. Here, or well in there. Um, but, um, uh, I will and there. But I just you. wanted to sh- share a couple thoughts out here, and um, just, just to kind of get us ready and, and refocused um, in... Uh, in this uh, this service, um, I picked this verse of scripture because there's a couple things that really stood out to me during the resurrection accounts. Usually, uh, particularly this year, I've been spending a lot of time thinking what it would have been like to be the first people um, that that went through the suffering with Jesus, his disciples, and those closest to him. Um, the uh, the years where the passion of the Christ came out to see Mary and and her loss um, and now to see the uh, Roma Downey uh, Mary with uh, plastic surgery uh, <laughs> in the Bible uh, movie, in case you saw that. But um, just to kind of really think about the loss that they really dealt with and what this, this day meant for them. And I kind of compared it a lot to some of the losses that I've had um, where you, know, you, you lose somebody who's passed away that you love dearly and that sense of intense loss. Um, but then I thought about what if I put all my faith and trust into that person. That I, built, I I completely left everything in life and followed them and made that the way I was going to follow. Um, and then I, I had all my hope in that. And all of a sudden, they're gone. And I, I can't imagine the intense lost duck, here we go. Um, <laughs> and I, I just started to think, that's not a Holy Spirit dove, it's a duck, it's a goose, so yeah, definitely, duck, duck, goose, yeah, there we go. Um, so watch out. Um, but, uh, in thinking about that uh, I looked at some of those, these verses and, and as we were talking about here's Mary Magdalene, we're going to talk a little bit more about her today in, in church um, Mary the Mother James and Salome and other counts have, have his own um, mother involved in different things and it says that they went and the reason why they had to go now is because with all that intense loss they were there and they saw his crucifixion and his suffering but the the chief priest had decided hey we're getting too close to sabbath you better hurry this up and they actually said hey go ahead and break their legs but jesus had already died so they had to hurry him down off the cross because you can't do any work on sabbath and they couldn't prepare him with spices because what what would happen is they prepare you with spices wrap you up Um, they just got a quick wrap job um, on him and put him in because what they would do is wrap you, put spice on you, and then a year later, when the body decomposed, they collect the bones, put in a little box, and then um, they keep it with the family. And so here they were, they had this intense loss, they didn't even get to give proper cleaning and burial, and so that even built upon that, all of a sudden they go there, they're on their way and they go, oh my gosh, who's going to open it up for us? We're just, we're not, it's going to be way, way too difficult for us. So not only are they dealing with a tense loss, they get there, and when they get there they see, wait a second, what's going on? Somebody's already rolled this away, and they, they get there, they thought, May- can you imagine what they probably thought? Maybe, maybe one of the disciples came, I wonder who else did that? I wonder there." And then they go in and they see these young men who are angels that we know. And I love the fact that it says, and they were alarmed. And the first thing that the angel says to them, don't be alarmed. Um, God knows exactly what we need. And they said they were looking for Jesus. He's not here. But the thing that I thought was really interesting is they said, go tell, there's a couple of other telltale signs here. They said, go tell the disciples and Peter. Why? Because if you remember, Peter, the last time we heard from him, he had cursed out Jesus that he never even knew him. Totally. We we like to say denied him. That sounds nice. (laughs) We denied you. He denied Jesus. But it really, from the scriptures the other night that we did a Good Friday, he called down curses upon himself. Curse Jesus. Think of any word that you can. And that's what he attributed to Jesus at that moment. So they they said, go tell them. And then you go ahead and the disciples, where are they? They're locked away hiding because they're afraid they're next. There was fear, there was loss, there was hurt, there was pain. And then it says, when when they went out and fled the tomb, so they didn't just walk out, but they took off running. And it says, for trembling like some of us are doing right now with a little chill in the air. (laughs) Trembling and astonishment had seized them. But then this verse was the thing that really hit me. And you can see right there at the bottom, last part of verse 8. And they said what? They said what? Nothing Nothing to anyone. Why? Because they were afraid. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. In looking at our, at our lives today, this is the greatest event ever. Jesus rose from the dead. Um, in in the old days, people used to go to a cemetery and have this service. Because they said, guess what? When the Lord calls us all out, there ain't anybody, anybody dead going to be here. And that was part of the celebration. And some still have that. But with all that, they said, go tell the disciples and Peter. You would think that that's something you want to tell, but they said they didn't tell anyone because they were free. And I, I started to wonder how are we, that we know the good news. I think many of us know this, and kind of say good news is kind of lame, isn't it? Oh, this good news and yeah, Jesus rose from the dead. Right. Um, but this great news, they, had, they heard it. They saw it. And they didn't tell anybody out of fear and astonishment. They were, sh- they were in shock, which I can't blame them for that day. Not every day you go to a, the graveyard and see a bunch of angels without with the body missing, um, and yet this verse from a guy named Ravi Zacharias. Anybody ever heard of Ravi Zacharias? He's a great writer. You can look on the front of your bulletin. I particularly picked this because I thought it fit. And he says, outside the cross of Jesus Christ, there is no hope in this world. That statement right there carries tremendous weight. Outside the cross of Jesus, there is absolutely no hope. Every day, I was at Walmart yesterday, surprise, surprise. (laughs) And I I was walking in and I saw somebody who I know. And I saw a couple people. And everything was just hopelessness. Frustration. Financial frustration. Relationship frustration. Frustration everywhere. No hope here and there. Robbie Zachariah says... That cross and the resurrection at the core of the gospel is the only hope for humanity. If it was just a cross, we're done. But it's because of this resurrection that hope is realized. And listen to what he says. Wherever you go, ask God for wisdom on how to get that gospel in, even in the toughest situations of life. I thought that would be something the ladies really needed here. That when they left there, that they could just take this. They were the first people to see this, and yet they were afraid to tell anyone. Here we are 2,000 plus years later, and I wonder, are we, are we more like them that are afraid to share the only hope for this world, the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Or are we like Ravi Zacharias, that we look for every opportunity, that when we're at the gym. Or when we're at the grocery store. Or when we're in traffic and the weather gets nice and we can have the windows down a little bit. That we don't just play Pharrell's happy and sing along and clap our hands. But that we can go ahead and maybe just kind of share something with somebody. In the difficult situations of life, when we have people who are dealing with loss, in our own church we had a young lady who's very near and dear to people around here who had five tumors disappear five tumors disappeared. Are we shouting it to the rooftops telling people that Jesus, what Jesus did? Are we doing that? Are we in astonishment and fear like those first witnesses? I think that's going to change the world. It's not going to be a, a public policy. It's not going to be a change of an election. It's not going to be a change of anything else. It's going to be Jesus Christ crucified, dead, buried, and arose again. That's what changed the world back 2,000 plus years ago and took Guys who were hiding away. the women who were hiding away and, and with loss. And took them and they changed the world. Isn't it amazing? Galilean fishermen who were hiding away and, and loss, And women who were at the tomb and who had no value in society of the day. That those are the people that forever changed the world. Guess what? You're those people today. You're those fishermen. You're those Mary's you are are the uh, Simon Peter, James, John. You're those other ones that are going to change the world by doing what Rabbi Zechariah said, looking for a way to get the gospel in, even in the most difficult situations. Amen? Amen. Okay, um I'm what I'm going we're going to do right now. I thought what a great way to just celebrate this is to celebrate communion. And it looks like the 80 <clears throat> knots of wind or whatever it is have died down. And so I think it's interesting that, that one of the first things Jesus said to the disciples is, I'm hungry. Give me something to eat. I guess after you're in the tomb three days, you're probably pretty, pretty hungry. And so we recognize that the last time Jesus connected with them was in, in the meal. And he broke the bread after giving thanks to God. He thanks God and he broke it. He said, take, eat from this to all of you, this is my body which is given for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. He took the cup, once again he gave thanks to his father, and he said, Blessed are you, Lord God, creator and ruler of the universe, that gives us fruit that we may have drink. He drink. But then he changed and he said, this is my blood which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord, as we stand outside in, in your sanctuary, and we stand below the cross, which the other night when was put up there was a symbol of pain that has our our palms, which were, hey, save us. We recognize that on this day is when it really occurred that he really completed the saving action. And so what I'd like, uh, if I could have uh, uh, two people come and serve. Um, anybody want to come do that? Patty? Marsha, come on up. Patty and Marsha, if you'll come on up. going to play a song and as he does I'm just going to ask that you come forward and if you can't if you can't get up and you need you want somebody bring it to you they'll go ahead and and bring it to you please come to the to the not the table but to the base of the cross of the Lord go ahead bread
2: God sent his son they called him Jesus Heal and forgive Heal, and forgive. Heal and forgive. because he lives all fear is gone because I know how he holds the future and life is worth the living just because he lives How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives, but greater still the calm assurance. And face uncertain days because he lives Because he lived I can face tomorrow. I'll see he <coughs> And then one day I'll cross the river. I'll find life fun. <laughs> Sorry. And <laughs> I'm starting to think about how cold my fingers were. I can't even touch the strings anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> one day I'll cross the river. How much he's been over. Let's okay. just jump back to the chorus. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Never mind. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody out there, know Singing with me. Be- because he lives. All fear is gone because I He holds the future And life is worth the living Just because he lives Thank you.
0: And that river will probably be frozen that we cross, Brad. So, God bless. Awesome. All right. You guys are going to be glad now uh, because he has risen. What's the response from the earliest days? It was he has risen, and you respond he has risen indeed. Ready? He has risen. He, is risen indeed. he has risen. He, is risen indeed. he has risen. He, is risen he has risen. He risen indeed. All right. This concludes our uh, our sunrise service, our, we hope the sun rises a little bit more to uh, thaw us out, um, but we also have a breakfast that is planned, correct? Anything we need to say about that, Marsha? Uh, no. Just- and Chris and whoever? They're already yep. They're, ready. they're all ready. Chris is in there already. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to bless it now so that you guys can keep on going. Lord God, we come before you now. We just give you praise for who you are, and thank you that... We are here to just give you uh, all the praise and glory and honor. We thank you that it's Easter, um, the Resurrection Day that we celebrate from this point on in history. It completely changed everything. And so, Lord, for everybody who's coming today, I pray for those who know you, that they may be strengthened by this. uh, And for those who are coming that have no clue who you are, Lord God, we just pray that you'll just go ahead and, and connect them and form a relationship with them and the risen Christ. And God, just send your um, Holy Spirit upon us as we s- uh, partake of the food um, and that's been prepared for us. We thank you for the hands of the people that put it together. And for everybody who helped set up here today, we give you thanks for them. And God, bless this food to our nourishment and us in your service. That we may go throughout the world that, as Ravi Zacharias says, we may look for an opportunity to get the gospel in. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Do we want chairs going over here, Tom? People to carry chairs over there, or just, we got them? Okay. God bless.